Kind word. 96, we in this. 96. Um, we have a special guest on today. Mm-hmm. Want to introduce, introduce yourself? yourself? Ladies and gentlemen, Devontae Obey, pleasure to meet you all. Hi. <laughs> He's here. He's popping. <laughs> good. Uh, good. Have you been on a podcast before, like done something like this before? Uh, never a podcast, honestly, but it was the first time for everything. Yeah. All right, excited. Um, okay, yeah, it's an exciting episode, 96, Mike was just talking about, you guys want to say? Just try to talk, like, right into the mic. Sorry. I got you. you just, okay. just. Um, yeah, so we're, what, a month from 100? Yeah, four episodes away, triple digits. crazy milestone. How you guys feeling about it? I don't know, I don't really think about it. We've been plugging for so long, it's been, like, two years. We're going into our third year doing it. So. I mean, I think it's cool that it's just been, we've stayed with the shit. Mm-hmm. And we've been a consistent. Um, I'm proud of us. Was there ever a point where you guys wanted to quit it, though? Nah. No. I think, you know, it's something that's funny you said that. Yeah. I think that we had a very different mindset where it was like, we're just going to keep doing this every week. And it's like, we just showed up every yeah. week. That's what consistency is, basically. And then you... I don't know. It's just been, like, an overall net positive, I'd I'd feel like. At least in my life. What's the longest we went without recording? Without? Like, maybe... I want to say, like, two months. Nah, it wasn't that long. Well, when we were looking for the apartment, we had, like, a very long break. Mm -hmm. I remember. And there was, like, also other shit going on, because I think... That was probably around the time when I went to, like, Hawaii mm. and went to L.A. and shit. Hold on. Let me hit. Well. You just pause. You just want to pause? Um, you see, uh, we're continuing. Pause I paused it. Okay. So, we're back. Yeah. Um, Did a little bit of doggy control. Mm-hmm. Gave him a Xanax. Rough. Mm-hmm. Now we're chilling. <laughs> Things aren't so rough. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, fucking 96. Um, (laughs) what? Sorry, I was trying to make sure that what happened this week. What did I do this week? I haven't been doing shit really. Belize was like the last big thing that I've done. That's sick. That's like what we were just talking about. about We just had Christmas too. Like, oh, yeah, you could also just go with what. Like to complete what we had going on before, like we were already having a conversation going in a. What were we direction. talking about that? Oh, when we were in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Peter, actually, we all came. We all enjoyed Christmas together, which was cool. That was dope. Yeah, that was honestly one of the best Christmases I've had. That like, was a really good. Shout year. out to uh, the Nolan family, everybody yeah. else. Yeah, legit, definitely one of the be- like top top three Christmas for me. That was Food, a, laughter, great enjoyment, just being around family time, was dope. Yeah. yeah. I was also clapped, so like <laughs> that was hard to like get through. Like, Dang, it was just a lot. Like, it was a lot. It was, that was a funny lot. when you were counting the cards. I had nowhere to go. Cause, yo, you know how like I try to focus on things. Like I'll be trying to do two <laughs> things in parallel. So I'm thinking about one thing, and then I got too far down one path. I'm like, damn, that's a sick thought. And they're like, Z. I'm like, huh? And I look back. I'm like, how he, are you counting? I'm like, He looked down. There was like 20 piles. <laughs> yeah, I looked down. There's like, like well, 20 cards. One's going to go there. Yeah. The other one's going to go to the left. <laughs> I'm like, like, okay. Like, we're back on track. Because I was not. And I was like, 
Z, why do you have sixteen <laughs> piles? Because everyone there was seven. <laughs> there was seven people, and everyone was supposed to get ten, ten. cards. And I was like, Z, where'd you get sixteen? And you were like, That's how you, you just, like looked up to. at me, and then you were like. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. Just, honestly, just let me do my thing. <laughs> honestly, I, like, I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> I was just too clapped. Like, that's what happens. I uh, and I hadn't played a card game in like a thousand years. Like, I can't play cards at all. Yeah. So I'm mm. like, all right, I got the cards. Let's go. Who knows? Really? Uh, yeah, you were probably just excited to be like shuffling around cards. Moving around and shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I was all about it. Yeah, but it was a, that was an interesting game for one. I want that game now. That was a cool game. I like that game. Yeah. What was it called? Just didn't have the oh, it was called Never Have I Ever. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the card game. No, it was not called Never There's Have so I Ever. There's so many of them out there that are yeah. like that. They're really dope, though. Because that's okay. what it was all about. It was like, I thought it was backwards, Never Have I Ever. Shat my pants or whatever. Yeah, yeah it was called Never Have I Ever. I liked playing it the other way. I did not like the first way. I thought it was too, like. What, you like the lion way? Yes. Not yeah. because because it makes it more fun for someone to like make it seem as if they did something. Then yeah. you can use your friends to like pick you out on that lie. That shit is funny. And that if, does add another dynamic to it where it's like, oh, is he lying? Is he yeah. not lying? Because if you just, just tell the truth the whole time, then it's like, haha, I'm the most innocent. And it's like, but I feel no, like the not. never have I ever, that's like a piece of it is being able to be like, dang, I have or I haven't really actually done something like that. Yeah, but if you are lying just to win the game, then I mean, I feel like we would just play a different type of card game that's like, I don't know. It Cause, feels, it feels mm. elementary at that point. Because I think, uh, which I can hear and understand, or like, but I feel like, uh, Allowing you to lie just makes it more like lax because then it's not like, okay. dang, should I even tell everyone this? Or like, oh, well, they make fun of me if I tell them this. But then you can always fall back. It's like, I was just kidding. I was <laughs> yeah, but, like, but you can always just lie about some of the shit that you've done, too. Yeah. Which is where but like also like double down and like be like, no, nah, I'm not lying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because so there's, there's some things, though, that <laughs> I probably was telling. Like, if you were really trying to figure out if I was lying about, you yeah. could probably figure out better than like anybody oh, yeah. else. You know what I mean? Or like even like Mimi and Frank, they're married for so long. I mean, at the end, when you were like just rattling off all that shit. Like, I could tell you were kind of lying. Yeah. Because you were just like, your volume got crazy. Yeah, I'm here. 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 I wanted everybody to be like, yo, you're lying, bro. <laughs> Usually, like, when I'm around somebody for a good period of time, then I can start to see those See, like, when cues, they're lying. But yeah. it, 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 was, it wouldn't have taken you, like, as quick as, like, Mike knowing him for, like, so long. Yeah. But, like, you probably would have picked up on it, too. So. I heard the rays of it, but I couldn't understand if it was just, like, exciting. How you are, actually, you know? like, flying. Yeah. Or something. So, the I'd recommend it. Ruin your family, but yeah, ruin your family. No, that was a good. I think Come it was a good us. bonding experience for the family and friends. Yeah, it was. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was a good vibe. Got to know so much, and then got to have Frank be the comedian that he is. Frank yeah, is a clown. Bro. Frank's great. <laughs> His charades was so funny. I know. I loved it. I wanted to get the charades. hug. It was the hug. Yeah, action. it was like. <laughs> and then he kept slapping. Yeah, he he kept. Like, he brought it back to the top. He was really like, oh, slapping the shit out of himself. Yeah, he was yeah. slapping the shit out of himself. Like, wow. He was trying like, to act out something. Again. What was he trying to act out? Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember, bro. 
It was, like, like, it was like kissing the wrong person or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he like that. acted out sl- getting slapped in the face by that yeah. person after kissing. Yeah. And the funniest part is that like nobody got it the first time through. So he just kept doing <laughs> so it. So he just did it again. Peter's nice like, he brought it back man. to the top. <laughs> <laughs> did it all over again. That is a, like a cycle that I've definitely done in charades, though. Because yeah. like then you get you just get frustrated because you can't think of like any yeah. other way. Because that's like, the the first thing that comes to your mind is the best thing that comes like. Yeah. It's not like you're just like, gonna. Oh, like, everyone's gonna get this. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna you're just like, figure what? it out. You're not fucking getting it. I'm, yeah. Maybe I should just do it again. Yeah. Um, I wanted to really dive back in, like you said, though, to that. Sorry, I wanted to dive back into to that conversation we were having in the car, oh, just yeah. talking about life and perspective and trying to get out of our ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we can um, even because let's see, let's like the broad example of what was what happened. We were talking about like. I guess really just I know parts of it were about like consistency and yeah. like picking the right thing that you want to do or maybe even like doubling down on that thing, which is like a cool, definitely a cool conversation. I actually made a TikTok this morning. It was about um, it was about this uh, I forget I forget it's something cool. like the we can find out now. It's like Dunninger and someone else. It's an effect pretty much where, like, when oh, you... Oh, I s- love effects. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. No, it's actually cool. Like, No, I'm Yeah, yeah you're all serious, about it. Yeah. It's called the Dunning, the Dunning and Kruger effect. Okay. I feel like I've heard of them, but... And pretty yes. much it just shows that, like, your uh, confidence and your competence at first have, like, like, an inverse relationship where, like, your competence can be really low, but your confidence just... Am- like automatically skyrockets and then shortly after that it plummets into the valley of despair and then (laughs) you're taking your time as your competence increases so that you actually get to like a plateau of stability where your confidence matches when you first started so here's like what the graph looks like is this just for like life or so it's applicable in a lot of things so like mainly it'll be in in skills so any like skill area give us an example i guess of something you feel like so this was something exactly with me i'll use the example of my tiktok because i made a tiktok on this exact subject and i was like i was seeing consistent growth and consistent followers which like relative to my size is good i was getting a follower a day that's good um and then it stopped once i hit my birthday which is yesterday and I hadn't gotten another follower in like two, three days, even though I've been posting consistently. But like my confidence was at its peak when I first started. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in the valley of despair now where it's like, <laughs> dang, like, why haven't I gotten a follower? How's it feel so down long? there? Exactly. <laughs> do you feel like that has to do with inconsistencies in anything? Or do you feel like there's some other type of reason that's. No, I <laughs> think it's just like the whole beginner's luck thing where, like, yeah. everybody who just starts something thinks they got it all figured out and their confidence skyrockets. Where, like, or if you start a new job, you're like, oh, I got this. This is mad easy. Like, da da da. Like, this, is, this can't touch me. And then a weekend, you're like, dang, this job's way harder than I thought it was. And there's way more steps into this. Like, how so did I think I was so good before? When you go into that, you said it's like a valley of despair. Yeah, that's what despair. that's what they call it. Yeah. When you get into that valley of despair, what do you think at that point do you do to get out? Is it just understanding and learning and finding those things that were missing? Even for me with this whole, like, at least specifically with TikTok, I know that. 
I'm doing something right. Yeah. And the only thing that's going to pull me out is just like consistently posting and like consistently trying to get things out there. Yeah. But it's definitely not easy. Like it's also there's so much variability in the thing. Like you could get two followers tomorrow and then you're basically back on the same track, right? Yep. So the fact that it's only like one a day, it's kind of like you're like, "Oh, you're banking on that one." Mm. And um <laughs> I could post I multiple. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about the followers. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're, you're. It sounds. I'm not. No, I'm putting words in your objective. mouth. But it objective. sounds like you're kind of beating yourself up for not getting a follower on your birthday. Yeah, which is like but, definitely part of it. Yeah, but if it was any other day, I'd be like, "Where's Mister?" Yeah. What if you get five like tomorrow? tomorrow? Yeah, which yeah. could. Why very does well. the birthday make a difference? If those two things also <laughs> just it being my birthday. Yeah. Like, was also like all right. Well. I would like to succeed in my goal on my birthday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and it does change. So, like, it could just as easily, I could be super confident tomorrow again. Right. Can I pause it one more time? Yeah. We're back again. Word. And it is kind of like a moving po- goal post, though, because, like, I could be happy again or, like, excited about and confident in my post tomorrow. Yeah. Even though, like, it's going to move a little bit until I master it, really. Like, I, I the way why I look at it, it, too, is like... Why does it got to move to tomorrow, though? Here's the thing that I think it is. Like, it's like this, the, the, the graph that we looked at is pulled back a lot. So it's not going to show every single little, like, tomorrow I may be super confident again, but then I'm back in another valley of despair where it's going right. to drop again on its way back up to mastery. So I kind of agree with Mike in the sense of I feel like that's beating yourself up because big victories like that are those goals that I feel like you're setting or that we all. I mean, I do the same thing. You set those bigger goals of like, man, I just want one more follow today or X, Y, Z. But there's got to be some type of little victories throughout the day for you. Mm -hmm. you Do you feel like you give yourself the credit you deserve when those little victories come as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's cool to like, to even look back at it like that. Cause it was, it was in celebration of my larger victory that I was like, Oh, it's unfortunate that I didn't get that follower. So like yeah. it was a celebration of like, Hey, like I was moving in this direction, which I still am, but it wasn't as consistent as I wanted here's this like figure to show you something like that. If you go through it too. What is the, sorry, go ahead. Um, I think the figure to be looking at is like how consistent your posts are. And that's what you should be focusing on, which I am um, like, cause I don't want to give the wrong idea. Like I'm still thinking that I'm being super consistent. Yeah. Like I've gained like for my size, like a good amount of followers. And I'm happy about that. Five, six, literally. But if you, um, if you uh but there's a lot of people who don't stay consistent and it's like you're probably falling into this trap where like you're confident when you start out and then a lot of people will hit that first road of despair so you're going to hit a lot of valley of despairs on this your is, way this is like a little hard for me to wrap my head around a little bit cuz i feel like with a lot of stuff that i've like started like it's usually like my confidence is like at the bottom and then just like my competence and confidence kind of go up together. They have like a positive relation. 
Hmm. So, because I'm trying to think, I I honestly think that that may not be fully true, or you don't like see it when it happens. I just feel like I've learned, like I've had that example go so many times in my life that eventually I learn from something, or just from not be excited on initial success. Not necessarily that, but just to not get caught up in that path of those things, because. No, you're good. No, no oh, okay, farts. Okay. Yeah, if it was, we could talk about that on here too. No, yeah. but I just I feel like I eventually learn from those mistakes within getting a little bit too confident at points or not doing the research beforehand. I feel like I pr- try to prepare myself a little bit better nowadays mm. so that there are some types of successes that come through it and one of those little victories is honestly just even finding that research for me mm. um, to help me grow with whatever I was doing. So mm. I was, I, I mean, I had a YouTube channel at one point mm-hmm. um, and a big part of what helped me was just always being on YouTube, researching what everyone else was doing mm-hmm. um, as well as what people want to hear, what people want to see. So I felt mm. like I tried my best each time I would put out a video to incorporate the next piece of information that I would learn mm. just by doing all that research. Mm-hmm. My question is, do you think your confidence corresponds with your followers or with your consistency? Um, Consistency. So, like, I knew that. Okay, I didn't get that follower that day, but it doesn't matter. Or like my views may not be as good as the day before and it doesn't matter cuz I'm just going to keep posting videos anyway. So, do you actually feel like you're in the valley of despair? Um, no. It was just for that short moment. So like yeah. the valley of despair isn't like I'm in the valley of despair now now that I've learned like what You don't it feel takes. like it's like a big funk. It's just like No. So like yeah, the thing is is like it's not okay. like oh, I think that like you go into the Valley of Despair and then you're in the Valley of Despair for years. But it's like your confidence isn't going to reach back to where you were as a novice who didn't know what you didn't know until you're like a guru at the thing. You're a guru at whatever you're doing. Yeah. So right now I know that like, all right, I'm not a guru. I don't know everything about. Well, what do we define a gurus as? Because I feel like a guru is calling someone perfect or just like. I think because even or is it just excellent? Because if it's just you know, I think somebody who's excellent at something like I on like the only gurus that I can even know of are like that I know legit are like like commercial scientists or like athletes like Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's a guru for astrophysics. Like of course, or even like LeBron James. He's a guru for basketball. Like somebody who's just like at the top. Or just like has a crazy understanding of the of like the task. So you feel like right now you're in the valley of despair. What is it in this area? Like what's going on while we're here? Like even for me, like with the way I was feeling yesterday, it was really weird. Like because I was in the valley of despair and I was literally like I didn't make a video that day. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like let's make a video, let's make a video, let's make a video. And I was like racking my brain on creating a video. Naturally, we know that you can't, creativity is something you just flow. And like, you don't, you should just like let it go. 
Yeah. And for me, I'm like trying hard and pushing to do it, and it is pushing back against me. And then I'm like annoyed because I can't get a video out, but it's because I'm trying too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then it was just it was kind of frustrating and annoying. And then I got into a conversation with one of my friends and I was like, you know what? Just talking to him. And then it was just like, I relaxed on it. And then they just started flowing. I was like, Hey, another thing to tell people, write down your ideas because they flow through you so well, so quickly that you don't come back to them. Like, the um, hundreds of thoughts that we think in our head a day. You think exactly. you're going to remember something yeah. that's like momentary. You think so, yeah. And it's kind of I weird. feel like I've had million dollar ideas everywhere and yep. every time it's just yep. Yeah. I wish I would have wrote them down. We've that's talked nice. about like different journaling things. Um mm-hmm. uh, one journaling technique that I've been liking and like it's kind of like the only thing I do um is just writing down every thought you have for like 2-3 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um and that's supposed to and I find it does give you a sense of clarity because mm. you're kind of once you have like a stack of them or like you do it on a consistent basis, you sort of see what patterns arise and you can also, I don't know, just get more in tune with like how your thoughts are directed and how your thoughts behave. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that because I'm thinking about uh, people who try and like separate their thoughts from themselves yeah. Peter threw something on. You want to tell him? Um, <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear this, but it is something that I'm like, trying to keep it a little I know bit away from the mic to, to try to. Um, anyway, it was probably about a year and a half ago. Um, <laughs> this is when TikTok was really coming out with stuff that I would actually consider watching. I don't really have it anymore, but. They would always play these videos that would say, like, um, best things to happen at the most weird. I don't even know. It would be something like taking a shower at 2 a.m. is one of the best things. And there would be this looping music in the background that had. Oh, I know what you're talking about. 452 uh, hertz on the side Mm -hmm. of it. It would always say that. So I was interested at why someone would play that as and why hurts even matters. So Mm -hmm. I looked up so many videos on YouTube. um, And I mean, I eventually found this. Sorry, I'm going to shorten this up. I eventually found this sound that I feel appeals to the ear so much it brings clarity to my thoughts. Mm. Um, And I'm going to turn it up, honestly, a little bit because I felt a little bit fogged at the moment. We've got these, we've got the puppers running around and (laughs) not that we don't love them, it sometimes gets a little distracting. So, that was a so I think what you're thinking of of the TikTok video was like uh I remember seeing shit that it's like times and places where it like life, life doesn't feels feel like real a dream. or something yeah. yeah there it is thank you and it's like the city like in the middle of like or like the city at like five a.m. or some shit and there's like other ones exactly taking a shower at two a.m. getting yeah. uh. Waking up super late at night after a long. I see one in the city in the rain, like waking up at four a.m. Exactly in the middle of the city or something like that. Or oh, waking up on a road trip—that was one of them. Those Mm. are fun. (laughs) That's definitely a fun thing. But um, yeah, I really feel like the it does bring clarity to listen to certain sound waves like this. Um, So if you're ever looking for something, just go on YouTube and type in "Arc Patrol Let Go." 
and listen to the slowed and reverbed edition. It, j- I don't know, it brings a little bit more peace for me. Put a candle out too. Yeah, throw a candle on. <laughs> it's like good. It it really is like feel good music. Like something you could like have on in the background. I would say even like if someone watches like Lo-Fi Girl on yeah YouTube or something Love like that. Love Lo-Fi Girl, dude. Lo-fi it's actually music in general. That shit's good for. Uh, like doing homework, lo-fi? coffee Man. shops. That's yeah. where I was introduced to all that stuff. I can't believe that some really? something like that, Lo-Fi Girl. I'm pretty sure she does something with like, like all of her songs are in like whatever. Wave What's like. her name? That is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Lo-Fi Girl, bro. Mm. No, but uh, I think it's. I mean, now you got me thinking about Lo-Fi and just where I found it at coffee shops. Like I was just saying. Uh, Great conversations always stir up at coffee shops. I'm going to just plug in some knowledge for (laughs) y'all throughout this. (laughs) There's definitely some shit to the hertz uh, in the frequencies. Mm -hmm. It's like there's also like scientific backed data on that. Uh, I'm confused on how like, well, how like everything is just a wavelength. Like everything in existence is just on a wavelength. Yeah. So we're just like. It seems kind of weird because I'm a lot of I'm always based in like science, but I think that from the spiritual side that like the energy that you give off and like the energy that like you resonate with is what will like get you the things that you want or like the energy that you put out is like the energy that comes back. Like 100 percent. Like I think resonating is like a real thing where like (laughs) you just reach that wavelength. That's like the law of attraction, maybe. Yeah. Right? You see it too many places. Like yeah, yeah. I see the same thing like the over spectrum, and over bro. again. Yeah. Yeah. That religion that we made. Mm-hmm. Remember that? that was so long ago. I Y'all called it, it a religion. I feel like <laughs> I think it was very interesting. It was. Um I forget if we talked about that on here. I don't believe so. I would need like way more I would need a refresher we need to get on the what papers. we created. Yeah. On what I'm pretty we, sure Saint one of us has it. Sam has it. We like made a religion one time. Yeah. Made we, a religion. Yeah, mm-hmm. we like wrote a Bible for it, basically. Okay, mm-hmm. how many pages? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe like somebody's gonna find it five thousand years later. Maybe t- like twenty pages. Yeah. Of like diagrams, like some written stuff, like a good amount of written stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of diagrams. Did you write it in old English too, or was it? <laughs> nah, <old> no. <laughs> But it was like proper stuff. Yeah. It was more of like a like a science. A it was like a guidebook <laughs> on a scroll using leather, <laughs> yeah. like. or in like a stone in stone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the spectrum. Yeah, that was cool. No, I I mean my wildest dreams. Honestly, I feel like over this past year of really doing exactly what you're saying, just giving out positive energy. Yeah. Um, they've all come true. Like I, I mean. One of the more sensitive ones I'm going to share that I think about all the time is uh, friendships. I feel Mm -hmm. like I've become a lot better at being a friend, and that was just by, like, changing the energy that I give off. Mm -hmm. It's an underrated skill, definitely. Underrated skill. Yeah, being a good friend is so hard. Like, or not even hard, like. It takes time. It takes energy. It does take time, energy, effort. But it's like, it shouldn't take that much, like. It's never good if you got a friend who's like, yeah, we we in that friend, like we never got to speak to each other. So then like you just go on to never speak to each other. And then it's like, we're still best friends, though. But it's like, yo, I ain't spoken to you in like 
weeks where I speak to you like every once in a while. That's been that's been I mean to to piggyback on that, that's been a big advocate this year. Or I've been a big advocate of that this year. Like mm-hmm. guys being able to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've men. Seen so many celebrities. Yeah, I've seen so many celebrities putting it out there to be like be able to talk to your friends because like who else is gonna help you deal with all the mm-hmm. bullshit? Excuse me, all the stuff that comes in to play in life and affects you. Go on that, especially with, like, men specifically, but, like, yo, men live a really, like, dangerous and, like, solitude lifestyle. And, like, this may not this may not be speaking for everybody. Y'all can stop me whenever I overstep. But no, speak for you. It's really crazy that, like, as a man, like, you got to do so much and handle so much, and then you're just, like, you're kind of isolated. Like, yeah. Like, uh, every dude is like, you got to go grind and go get your worth. So it's yeah. like, if you don't grind and get your worth, then it's like, nobody wants to hear no sad story about. You There's know no. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's not an attack on anybody else. No. I definitely agree with that. It's more so just talking about the struggle of basically what I was saying. Men don't really talk to each other like no. that when they should. and. These problems come about that they have, and sometimes they take the wrong way out. It's in so. it's something we've talked about on here before. How like the suicide rate in men is like yeah substantially up, like, higher last week. Yeah, it's substantially like, higher, crazy high. Yeah, substantially higher than women. Yeah, I'd like to like uh I could probably just look this up, but I would like to see like because there definitely has been more like awareness being spread of mental health stuff as of the past like. I don't know, five, five years. years. For sure. Yeah. COVID was a big, like, I want to say help in that was just being emotionally in tune. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was because, like, everyone was, like, forced to sit with themselves. Bro. And, like, everyone was like, oh, shit, fucking. The divorce <laughs> rates went <laughs> up, like X, Y, Z. And, I yeah. mean, I actually was in a pretty successful relationship throughout COVID. So, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I was surprised by it, but could also understand because people have gone through so many years of, like you said, not really talking to each other. Yeah. How do you make that work? But I mean, back again towards m- more just talking about us as guys. Um, yeah, it's tough when you don't have anybody else around you that's willing to really talk. But don't be mm-hmm. afraid to voice something out. Um, and if those people aren't willing to sit there and talk with you, then you know you never mm-hmm. know. You can always go out and make more friends. You need new friends. Mm-hmm. Need go to coffee friends. shops. Yeah. <laughs> right back to it. Go to yeah. coffee shops. There's definitely value in that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, Panda's stupid. She's just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> She's like trying to flip over her food bowl for what? Just to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely my dog. Maybe she's really smart. That's my she dog. Just likes pissing. <laughs> Wait, he didn't want to rub my belly earlier. Yeah, yeah. let me get him. Rub my belly. <laughs> get him clean back. Gonna talk shit him. while letting me out of the cage. I'll yeah. show him. Yeah. Pee on this <laughs> carpet for you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Bear needs someone to talk to though, for sure. He's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. <laughs> Look at his fucking. <laughs> He's so anxious all the time. Poor little guy. Mm-hmm. He needs a doggy therapist. Need some doggy CBD. He just needs some treats and a belly rub. And probably get. <laughs> oh, he get gets his a little bit more. Yeah. Like? I can only hope. What other deep shit can we talk? I want to talk about like an, another effect 
another effect. <laughs> that made me think of recency bias and the how like I learned about recency bias on this podcast like very What's early that? on. Really? Explain that to me. Uh, Z should explain it because I let me hear it. What's recency the, bias? Um, what was it like when you most? We can probably piece this back together together. Cause this I remember, is like I'll give an example, and I'll probably catch it. Let's see. Um, like so, I've had a bunch of bread puddings, right? Yeah. Um, like throughout, well, I mean, the past like six uh, years, I've probably had a bunch of bread puddings. Yeah. And, but, like, I'm very likely to say that. Like the put it the bread pudding that I had last week is like the best the pudding greatest. bread bread pudding that I've had. Yeah. Just because it's so fresh in my memory that I could like taste it and shit and like. Do you other feel shit. like they come so far between? Is that what it is? Like it's just I your most recent just spread jumps out. to the top. Yeah. Your most recent okay. just jumps yeah. to the top. Because even then, I was talking to you like, like I had this like do- speaking on bread pudding. It was like a three dollar bread pudding, or a tres leches. Yeah, and I was like, "This thing is amazing! Like, this is the best tres leches I've ever had." And my, it's from like a box from a. I feel like, like there's store. so many more factors yeah. that play into that too, though. No, it well, can, I mean, yeah, but it is like an interesting thing that it definitely like has a like a it kind of has too much of an impact that it should. It's kind of like our memories are impacting the way we. I don't know. Perceive. Yeah. Because even then you look at like, like I like I always go to athletes where like they're the most heavily against recency bias. We're like the the guy who won MVP last year, you're going to think it's better than the guy who won MVP in 2000 or like 99. Because they're like, yeah. I never experienced it myself, but I used to watch video of it or like in like the old, the older heads who might have watched both generations play may be like, oh, that new guy's better just because yeah. like. It's the new shiny thing. But it's also like, yeah, like so many things have changed and the game's like different. And yeah. I used to try to put my two cents into it like m- further back than I actually was even alive. But nowadays I try to stick more to like, I mean, if someone is going to talk about like a new cat within sports or entertainment or like music, I'm probably falling back to the older generations of music that I listened to and grew up mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. just because the lyrics were impactful to what was going on in my life at that time. But mm-hmm. for what's going on right now, it's like I can't really relate because I'm not a kid out mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. with drill yeah. music. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I stick to the bias. I can understand it. Mm. What's another effect? Remember, we did a, like a whole pod on the Mandela effect. Yeah. I had one of those recently. Johnson effecting. What's we that one? Johnson effecting. And I learned this in sales, door to door sales. Johnson effecting is going to that first door and you get rejected, right? And mm-hmm. But you figured out their name or something, whatever it was. Then you go over to that next door and you say, well, I just talked with uh, Michael over at 401. Mm-hmm. He said he was down to get new windows uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And because you say something like that, not exactly like that, but yeah. because you say something like that, the people are like, well, Mike's got windows, new windows. Mm-hmm. I got to get new windows now. Mm-hmm. It's just creating <laughs> this environment where people are like, I got to get it because somebody else has it. Mm-hmm. And I got to be just as good, if not better, than the next mm-hmm. person. When did you work in like sales like that? 
Uh, I lived out in Columbus, Ohio for a little while and worked for... Was it like, that's crazy, yeah. Yeah, I worked for Renewal by Anderson out there. What was it? At one point, Renewal by Anderson. Uh, they sell door-to-door, they go door-to-door sales, or windows and uh, doors. Oh. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, in Ohio. You can make a good little chunk of change in that type of You business. definitely can. I know a lot yeah. of people who do, like, that, but with solar panels. Shout out to my boy, John, out in Columbus. He's probably still doing it. If he is, he was making breesh back then. He's probably breesh. making breesh <laughs> <laughs> nowadays. Mm. Yeah. Good I found a cool effect. I'm here. Well, an interesting effect. Um, it's called the Barnum effect. Right. Has to do with like horoscopes. Okay. Um, so this says how I many times. Horoscopes, by the way. Huh? I hate horoscopes, by the way. Let me just throw that out there. Why? He's such an aquarium. Well, because <laughs> the reason I don't like them is because if we use the star systems that we had, the way that our stars looked when we first created horoscopes, then we'd be off by like a month and a half of our horoscopes today. So it's like I'd actually be, what, a Sagittarius, I think. Or yeah. like, and you'd be a Capricorn or something like that. Oh, okay. So you have like a almost, <laughs> you have like a astrophysicist uh, dispute with horoscope yes. stuff or as- astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's funny. I'd probably. I thought I you know. were gonna say. I thought you were basically gonna talk about the Barnum effect. I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, how many times have you read your horoscope and thought this is happening to me? However, that's just your brain's bias. Mm-hmm. What you're, what you've read isn't happening to you in particular. When this happens, you become a victim of the Barnum effect. The Barnum effect happens when we're told or read descriptions that might seem tailor-made for us. Mm. However, said descriptions are very vague. This is like kind of the issue that I've, I mean, it's observable mm-hmm. with a lot of hor- horoscopes because it is they are tend to be vague. Like, oh, something's coming. Mm-hmm. Like you're about like change is about to happen, mm-hmm. you know, like change is always happening. Mm-hmm. Someone um, needs to talk to you soon about something important. Yeah. It's like, oh, someone does need to talk to me or, oh, it's you. You were the person who was going to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, I kind of appreciate it because I do think it helps people mm-hmm. and um, it can be like a sense of motivation for some people. Mm-hmm. I f- I'm, yeah, I feel super, super indecisive about it. I'm on both sides. Cause I read them sometimes. I'm like, okay, weird. Yeah, I'm going to do some <sighs> shit today just because, like, the stars are aligning, yeah. you know? <laughs> by the end of this, I can remember this guy's name on Instagram, but he does readings um, <laughs> for all of this, for, like, Sagittarius and Aquarius, and et cetera. Um, and it honestly goes a little bit more in-depth than most do. Yeah, it might seem like... It's a little bit, um, it's working both sides with some of the things that he says. Like, it could be this, but it could also just be this. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes you feel and it makes you think about the stuff going on in your life. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, it does attach that bias to it a little bit. But he also doesn't go outside of, he doesn't repeat himself with every single um, sign. Mm-hmm. Uh he 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 finds what's going on in their lives. I don't know how he does it, but he does mm-hmm. it good. So does he do it by like individuals, um, or is it like he just? It's not by the like individual. He does it by the, the sign. Like I said, by the sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this one. <coughs> I like this one. Where are you getting these from? I just googled like uh, best psychological effects. 
Psychological. So this one, this makes me think of the four agreements with the making assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, this is called illusory correlation. This can make us overestimate the association between two variables, which in reality are completely independent of each other. Mm-hmm. Think of pathological gamblers. They might say to themselves that a slot machine is hot because it's still full of coins. They're relating time with chance, although slot machines are known to follow a random system. Mm. Um, I mean, that's just fun sometimes, though. Mm. That's also, like, kind of goes a hand-in-hand with horoscopes a little bit. Like, oh, like, oh, like, Jupiter's in retrograde, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which means... (laughs) Like yeah. some big changes yeah. come in. Or like, like yeah. why don't I fucking apply to a job? Or like, mm-hmm. why don't I, you know, like maybe I'll be better in an interview because <laughs> mm. <laughs> some planet light years away is whatever the fuck gate retrograde yeah. means. Yeah, uh, it's so weird how like we figure out ways to just like get us through today. Yeah, right. It's like all the human. You gotta uh, believe in condition. Though, you know? Yeah. Here, there's just so much craziness going on around you always. Something worth believing in, I don't know, makes you feel a little bit better. Hearing about your own signs, that's why I said I can kind of believe this stuff. Hearing about your signs mm-hmm. and all it's your time to shine kind of thing. What signs are we? Or I mean, I'm a Capricorn, you're a Sag. What do you mean? Big Sag, man. You're a Sag, Big Sag. Big Sag, man. What are you, November? Oh, yeah. November 30th. I just passed. Huh. Dang, we're all back to back to back. Yeah, I know. Not a bad thing. That's why we got this good energy. We should see our... Want to check our horoscopes? Yeah. We need to check, too, too, so... Um, We're doing something never before done on DTMS. Actually... Let's make it a It was done one other time. Horoscopes. We read horoscopes really early on, yeah. When? Like a year and some change ago. Do you know why? Did we just think it'd be something No, I don't remember why, but I remember we did read them. All right. The big um, Sag. Big Sag. Okay. Um, it's popping with us. December 28th. Are you going to be available to other people today? Someone in your entourage. Watching entourage, bro. That's a sign. <laughs> bro, that's a sign. They're um, <laughs> Great. They're someone in your entourage there. may need to confide in you. If the superficiality of the exchange bothers you, you will understand what the atmosphere of today is all about. Yes, you're available, but not for just anything. You're in no mood to waste time at the moment. Uh, Facts. I was impatient myself today at work. I don't know why. I'm sorry to everybody, but yeah. I was impatient. I feel that. Parallels. I don't know what it was. For real, though. Could have been. The horoscope. What the? Today wasn't even like a stressful day or anything. Normal amount of uh, tables you think you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you again? Cappy. Okay. Cap- Capri. Capri son. Remember we fucking uh, Coach Connolly. Capri son. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no. No. Oh, at Garden City camps, he would he always like, like, yeah. Capri son. That shit was funny. Um. You may come in contact with someone today with whom you enjoy a highly emotional exchange. You may even fall in love. Be very attentive. One client today. 
<laughs> you may even fall in, or be Forget very God. attentive to your <laughs> moods. Be very attentive to your moods and everything going on inside you. Capricorn. Oh, Capricorn. Okay. That's talking to you, Capricorn. That sounds pretty good to wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. They will be particularly strong and they will help you understand what is changing in you. Just mm-hmm. be careful to disting- distinguish your feelings from those of your future partner. My future partner? It says, but future is in parentheses and there's a question mark. Future? Huh. Partner. Future. Or present, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Daily there's horoscopes. Some yeah, there's some parallels. I love horoscopes. What the I heck? haven't read mine in a while. Mm. Uh, I think the last time I read ours or read them was with you so years ago. I definitely follow some like uh, spirituality Instagrams though mm. that'll like just give you like like hey today's like a day that your energy is gonna be recharged or shit like that. I had an interesting thought idea. I'm gonna it Which one? Yes. A thought or an idea? Um, a thought that's transforming into an idea. Actually, <laughs> an idea, but I'm not going to go with it. Hit me. <laughs> I'm curious how Germer. big... Do you think there's an upper limit to how big an account can get just posting like other people's content? No original content. I'm already thinking of like examples of mm. this now. So, like, a world star? Because... <laughs> That is kind of what they were, yeah. Well, I mean, that might be the. See, but at the same time, I feel like that's huge. Yeah. I feel like that's what it would turn into if it was you posting everyone else's stuff. Eventually, it would turn into send us submissions, and then it would be like from people sending submissions of other people's stuff to people just sending submissions of their own stuff, trying to get famous. So it could just be like infl- influently big. In- Infinite. Do they still have like regular world stuff? But I think it's kind of they do, but like it's kind of corny now because people doesn't it feel like it's monopoly at this point? Because like TikTok is bar. Do you really need to go? Yeah, I was thinking another one. Bar stools like that now. Like world star, you should like have porn on it basically. (laughs) Back in the day, originally, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. originally that's what was on world star. The most raunchy, none but porn and fights. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, literally, porn fights, women shaking their butts. It was good comedy. It was really just meant to be hilarious. Please to literally scream world star. Yeah. If you go outside and scream world star, somebody got knocked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, world star. <laughs> Damn. That was when the internet was just like now no world star is just like uh Memes. look at this fashion nova shit. Yeah. They're like yep. I don't know. They sold out. Once you get to the top, they sold out. Everything's got a commercial in it halfway. It's mm-hmm. got to be censored. Yeah. A lot of censoring. What happened to like the 2000s, you know? It was Where everything was super it was uncensored. <laughs> it was really lawless. <laughs> Yo, the internet wow, was wow, lawless. Wow. Wrong everything before that was, but to the 2000s, especially because technology was coming, or excuse me, was becoming a little bit bigger. It's crazy a that a bit bigger parents <laughs> just missed out on all the stuff that was happening because they had no idea like what. Or how the internet I mean, I worked. I was six years old yeah. listening to rap. Like I had Eminem yep. in front of me at six. So I think I watched somebody get de- decapitated. Like yeah. Three people. I saw oh, someone wow. get his like dick cut off or yeah. whatever. What was the Pain Olympics? Pain that Olympics shit was horrible. wild. Uh, it wasn't until uh-huh. I was like 13. I was in like middle school when I saw that video. Yeah. It scarred me though. I was about for that. a hot yeah. minute. I was about it definitely that scarred, scarred me for a hot minute. Sure too. Yeah. 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 Uh, R.I.P. That man. Yeah. There's some things that happened. Like. Yeah. I felt like yeah, yeah, we did see someone get to. We watched yeah, that we together. Watched it, together. it was just oh, like, la, la, la. like some Russian people. 
No, remember there was a also a dude that like it was it was just a video in the woods, and then like I some dude just that. like started bashing this dude's head in. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. The two thousands were wild. That's is like that was a another case of where technology was going at a pace and like the regulation of it was way behind. Way behind. It's like yeah. similar with the crypto FTX. Now. Yeah, Keep which it always yo in like. So what's crazy, and this has just come out now. This is a crazy thing. Well, we've talked about like OPEC on this sh- on here. We've talked about how like you BRICS these nations are trying to move away from the dollar and get uh gold like an asset backed currency like gold. Um, Russia, I think it was in the past twenty four hours, maybe forty eight hours, they came out and said they want they are creating an asset backed <laughs> cryptocurrency. That's backed by gold. And hmm. what makes that so crazy is that all of these nations are trying to take the dollar away and take away the power of the dollar. Because ever since the 1970s, we've just been like really abusing it and the world is sick of it. It's not like world ending or anything like that, but it is something that like people should know about. Step, out, step outside of the box of being a U.S. citizen for a second. Do you feel like the United States has kind of made everything a monopoly in a sense for themselves? And like Everybody hates a powerhouse? us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the issue. I mean, and it's based on the fact that dollar is so powerful. Yeah. And they're sick of it. So I'm curious, like, in with the whole FTX thing, like, we have other nations who are moving into using cryptocurrency in our stating like there is something useful here. Do you invest in crypto at all? Yeah. Bitcoin mainly. Okay. Because um, I heavily believe in uh, crypto. What, what had first gotten you into it? Like, and where, I don't know, where did the spark to want to invest come, in, come from? Pretty much, like, mainly because it was, like, because of decentralization where you have so many banks that control our money and our financial system that can just print money whenever it wants. And I don't think that's a positive, net positive for the average person. So I think if, like, a one individual can control their money and can control their funds without, like, being overseen by a bank, I think that's great. Um. And, like, other things that it can do where, like, it is really just a storage of information. So it could also store, like, medical information, which, like, we don't – I haven't dealt with yet, but I do know it's an, it's a bitch to deal with where if you got uh, – like, you, you go – you've been to one hospital for the past, like, 15 years, and then you want to switch hospitals, all of your medical records are, like, buried somewhere, and you can't just, like, move them to this new hospital quickly. Um, if you were able to store medical history in crypto, then I think that would be a po- net positive. A lot yeah. of things. Um, There's a lot of utility to it. Mm-hmm. More than just the dollar. So we have all I, these other nations yeah. doubling down on it. And I, I binged some research on it a little bit and just didn't find enough, uh, honestly, interest. Yeah. And not to disrespect anyone who no, no, no. who's doing it because it really may pop, and I might be the dummy that's yeah. left out of Apple again. But yeah, uh, I just uh, I have a hard time understanding it. Mm. What do like you? Uh, is there someone you recommend, or is there anything platform based that you'd recommend to find research on it? 
Um, I would say even like there's like a lot of guys who are really good at it, like better than me. Bear's been staring at me for a minute. He's resonating. No, no, I with mean, but music. like, what, do you, is, <laughs> I don't want you to have to like give away your sources. No, no, no. Somewhere I'm fine. you feel like you uh, you'd start at for an introduction into crypto in China. I watched this guy's video. He does like really. It's it's literally like one of the first two videos. It's like Litecoin or like explaining Bitcoin and Litecoin, and it just uses like infographics just to like show you like how the system works and that one's like a really easy one to like wet your feet in no i think that like everybody should know about it like i don't think it's some it it has a lot of power and utility not just money so like even if you think that it won't work as like something to decentralize our like economy um it's definitely going to be used by somebody like who else is it um like those nations bricks they're the ones. Cr- it's it's uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and uh, Spain, spout South Africa, South Africa, who are all a part of it, and they're adding Saudi Arabia to it. And pretty much what this system of this group does is that they want to take away power from the U.S. dollar. So these are like extremely powerful economies. I just said um, they're like the emerging economies. The yeah, like the, the most globally, yeah. like. N- right above or right below America pretty yeah. much which is like who knows like and this is I'm like this is just speculation I'm not saying that this is going to happen but like when you have that those many groups trying to fight against like a nation who knows if we if we Not have world war 3 yeah. if we have a world war 3 is the US could be Germany like that's that's so sometimes I feel about it like that on the way out kind of thing we're like they all are looking at us like we're the oppressor. Yeah. Like, we think we're the heroes of the story. But, like, the rest of the world's like, you're the oppressor. That's <laughs> uh, pretty funny, so. I mean, you can only try to be the bully. You can only be the bully for so long before mm-hmm. eventually someone comes for you. And mm-hmm. usually it is a group that gets rid of the yep. bullies. But bricks, is that, it's got to be... Because we're kind of, the UK too is like another. They're like, right, we're attached. The yeah. UK is not doing nothing. Like the UK and US are like literally attached. Like yeah. if one goes one way, the other one's following right behind. But that's a lot of, that's a, that's a lot big power old too. economy and power. It is. I feel like there's always been kind of a love-hate. Mm. I mean, just the way history goes. They'd prefer to work with us. Yeah, like, of course. I think the biggest player that was most interesting is Saudi Arabia joining. Like, yeah, that's that's you, big. You brought that up recently. The last time I talked about that, that was in um, like twenty fifteen, mm. and it was just uh, I think it was just brick at that point. Yeah, it wasn't uh South Africa. Yeah, and now there's Saudi Arabia. I guess well, South Africa's in, and yeah. Saudi Arabia wants in. But it was in 2015. It was just Brazil, Russia, India, China. Yeah, and that was like in my textbook. In my uh, it was yeah. like either international business or I don't know what it it's was. It's a really big globalization. Deal. Yeah, maybe. it's a big deal. It's something that's gonna be in history textbooks. That somebody's gonna be like, yeah. yo, and then brick started. Like pretty soon it's gonna be like. The whole alphabet. Yeah. 
His brick circuit, blah, blah, blah. I feel like a lot of stuff that we've lived through already is going to be within textbooks at some point. Like, uh, Easy. Yeah. There was some. Um, I know I've talked about this in the on the podcast before, but oh, where the fuck did I read it? Oh, it was actually it was in my leadership class. I think they were talking about nine eleven. Just how? Oh yeah. Um, they were talking about like sort of the inefficiency of the education system, and yep. that pretty much every f- like whatever you learned. Four, Four years, years ago, later. yeah, is like inadequate and mm-hmm. like uh, the textbooks change so frequently mm-hmm. that I don't know. Pretty much whatever you learn in college, like it's kind of useless well, after after four years. Yeah, which like and I like you brought that up too because it brings another use case for crypto. Where like the problem with textbooks too is that like every single year you have to get a new textbook and send it out. But it's because the publishers want to the most up-to-date one to send out, even though that's not how quickly science works. So a lot of times, like, say you have a professor who writes a textbook, um, let's say Dillinger, and in his textbook, they're like, all right, this is the 2022 version. We need a 2023 version. So for the professor to make money, he has to create a whole new version, maybe sometimes a science that's a little bit like iffy or not 100% proven yet, but he needs new things to put in this textbook. Um, Cause that's how they make so much money. Yeah. Whereas if you, this is like, an en- this is a software engineer's problem, but they create something in crypto where every single time they can create a digital version of that textbook. And every single time it gets sold, the original producer would get some portion of that sale. So it's good for the professor who wrote the textbook and it's good for students because I only need a textbook for a year. You know what I mean? And the professor doesn't have to create a new textbook every single year, but can just update it. Yeah. So like it's, it's, it sounds pretty much like time getting erased as time goes by, which is weird to think about. What do you mean? Mm. If the textbooks are getting updated so often, I mean, obviously certain stuff has to stay within it, but then how much right. of that textbook are we really teaching if, like, so many decades go by? Is mm-hmm. learning about, I mean, obviously I feel like World War One too will never go away. So many other wars as well. But I'm I curious. think certain stuff is just eventually going to get erased throughout time. I was literally to teach it and talk I, about it. I was literally just about yeah. to see, like, what y'all thought were, like, how long do you think that that period That's is? What I'm saying, when is when are we gonna be erased from World War? When is the stuff that we know? Thinking about like again, World War Two, uh, going through civil rights, going through, uh, I mean, everything up to this point. When is all that stuff just gonna go out the window in terms of it needs to be taught? I would say there's a lot. There's so much. I want to say like two centuries. Two centuries. Getting every two centuries. It's so weird because I think like, a lot get will get forgotten. I feel like even in centuries. fifty years, a lot of stuff is gonna go out the window. Because in, yeah. in just forty years from now, like it's we I don't know. It's so hard to hard to tell because a lot of our information now is stored digitally, which can last longer than the way that we used to store information. Yeah, even on just like stones and tablets. Mm. But there's still like so much knowledge lost. Like yeah, because it could get just lost in like the volume, and yeah. also shit can be del- like deleted. 
corrupted like because i'm thinking even like because people still think like this is something that always pisses me off but they think the egyptians didn't build the pyramids and they think that yeah. like some alien force aliens down did and, it and did it yeah that pisses me Wait, off so why? much why because I just feel yeah, like... Yeah, why does it, though? It's, it's <laughs> not a bad like, theory. Because he's Egyptian, no. that's why. I just feel like... <laughs> this is my opinion. This is my opinion. I feel like since it was a group of black people to create some shit that was, like, never before seen before, because of racism, it has to be aliens. There's no way black people could have did it. It had to be aliens. Even though you have Greeks, Pythagoras, Pythagoras, he studied in Greece for 15 years. And he said he learned the majority. This is not me making this shit up. This is what he said in his own writing that he visited Greek. He visited Egypt and he learned like the majority of things that he knows. The thing, but the thing I've heard on certain videos, podcasts, etc., that people will say to question why it, it just couldn't be people with some of the science, or not the science, some of the technology that would have had to been used during that time, it's very hard to believe that people were capable of thinking that if we weren't able to invent certain things up until later in time. But then again, like I think saying, we just see ourselves as way more advanced than we are. Yeah. Like, Maybe some of the stuff we did to upgrade from what they were actually using that did build those pyramids is we used some shinier toys, but that's really about it. It's yeah, like we, I still think <laughs> that they can easily, like, quicker moving towards i think we overestimate ourselves and then we underestimate like ancient man or man from the past we're like we think that they wouldn't be capable of doing the things that we can do today well then to question that it'd be like why did they drift away from all that why did we drift from primitive to like golden age and stuff where it was like game of thrones so they were like nah okay this is kind of we should be living more like this oh we need to be putting our minds more towards Guns and violence, and, and then eventually it was like, oh, technology is what we really need to focus on. Oh, even wow. today, I feel like we're pushing, still, still people pushing back against that. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it's so weird. Like, especially with blows. automobiles, hmm? especially with cars. Yeah, especially with cars. Yeah, I just feel like life has continued to adapt. It's weird too, but like, it's about. We never know which technology is the right technology. And we could be overfunding the wrong technology and severely underfunding the right technology. And it's like, that that puts us back a lot. And Mike said, like, vehicles. We talk about EVs on here a lot. And one of the things is, is that, like, there was, like, in the 1910s, there was a race to figure out which vehicle was going to be the vehicle everyone used. And electricity wasn't as popular. So, but it was starting. So like, but it was literally like they didn't have the infrastructure to charge electric vehicles or the power. It would take like three days to charge your electric vehicle. And we ended up funding gas vehicles. And now it's a hundred some odd years later. And we're just realizing, oh shit, gas vehicles probably aren't the best thing. Like they probably aren't the safest for our environment, but that put us back a lot. Um, Do you think thing. we've gone too far? Like Maybe global not even warming that. and stuff like that? I think we haven't gone far enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny that like... I don't know. It's just real weird. It's getting real freaky around here. Real freaky. It just keeps getting crazier. <laughs> 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 it's 
true. Uh, life. Ooh. I wonder if they can hear it. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think they can. It might be too quiet. Mm-hmm. I'll say we could put it on the speaker, but. All right. Final answer. I say a thousand years is when we see technology loss. You were in the 50. Technology loss? Yeah. Yeah, What do you mean by that? Oh, like EMP and we're going into. No, we're like. Oh. All the data we have stored digitally. Yeah. The information that we have today, maybe there'll be like another big like jump. But as of today, I'd say like. I'm saying textbooks starting to eliminate certain stuff. And now like they're putting in the textbook stuff that has to do with like the 90s and all the violence maybe and how music was so impactful and stuff like a music class like that'll get taught or if we're just talking about history class when is when is 911 going to be taught and like the sequence of events where they finally have all this stuff to be able to uh i say 100 that's when i think that's when everybody's going to start saving well everything that was be still being saved now in the 20 you talk about when shit's going to be taught or when shit's going to be forgotten I'm saying kind my of original a, thing kind of a mix of both. When is it going to be taught? But then also when are other things previous to that going to be forgotten? When are we going to stop learning about, you know, not, necess- not necessarily the Declaration of Independence, but about things that were going on during that time period that may not yeah. be as significant as something like that. Uh, Sorry, I've been drifting hmm. around it, but yeah. that's tough. I guess that. For me, that would just, like, way that would have to do with the significance of each event. Like, I feel like 9-11 will probably be in textbooks for, I'd probably say... Or the war. That's a big event. The war with Iraq. Like just in Afghanistan, excuse me, Afghanistan, just everything going on. I think that'll be in there too. That'll be there for a while. while. Because it's also going to be like, like I think for me, the biggest turning point for the U.S. was the 70s. And then like that just played out in 9-11. You got to put the 60s in there as well. The 60s are like. I think the 60s are... That was probably the best time. Pieces of positivity on now. It's crazy that, like... the. It's funny you say that. Because I feel like the 60s, we were moving in the direction we were supposed to move in. Yeah. And then the 70s happened. And then it it just, like, turned us all around. Like... I'll say late 60s then, because, like, right after we really... 71. Civil rights was... And I can't... See, but I got to give a shout out to the ladies as well because it still wasn't great at all. It's not but in general, but there was so much going on still then. There was. But that's the 70s are just like, that's when we did trickle-down economics and and we were we were supposed to be on the moon. Like, some things that pissed me off too about the tech, specifically like that that time period, is that they were promised things that generation was promised things, never yeah. saw them through, and now our generation has to be the one <laughs> to do it. Like, <laughs> they were already on the moon. They were already supposed to go to Mars. Now we're talking about going to the moon finally. Like, Did we actually land on the moon? Definitely. I this think, time I next year. <laughs> the Egyptians did it. The Egyptians were on the moon. Yeah. They say that all of the pyramids are supposed to be like uh, 
Like moon like teleporters. Tesla fields. <laughs> <laughs> like uh they're supposed to be uh they're supposed to be uh like what is it? Nikola Tesla has those things. What are they like? Tesla coils? Butt plugs. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, something like that. But it's supposed to be like free global energy. So people think the pyramid is supposed to do that. So stupid. It's really, Panda is like a unique dog. One of one. Mm. Panda. Anything else we should talk about? Um, how's it feel be How's it feel for both of us to be 27? Mm. 27. Yeah, I'm the big 28 now. Mm. A weird time in general. It is. Doesn't feel much different though. No. It's been feeling better. Definitely, it's been getting better. Upward trend. Mm-hmm. Road to a hundred. That's really like the main thing. So let's close. talk about um our like any type of goal or focuses. Oh, New Year's resolutions? Because yeah. it is the Fuck. last day, right? Yeah, this will be, yeah. I don't do resolutions, but I want to stay consistent in my post. Yeah, that's basically what I, I mean. I want to stay consistent with the shit that I'm doing to try to, like, better myself. Mm. And uh, What is like the most proud you've been with, like, so, actually, Peter, let's hear yours next, and then I'll ask a question. Um... I mean, I usually put out a New Year's resolution. Um, it's changed up over the years. Before, I would uh, put these long lists that just didn't do me any justice because having so much to try to accomplish is overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to cut it down to stuff that I feel like is very important. And, I mean, it's gone from, like, 15 down to 10, down to 7. And I think this upcoming year, it's really only going to be about four or five things. What would be, really like, focusing on? you could think of? Um, I mean, in the world that we live in today, I think that everyone's first thought runs to money, and that's the sad part about it. But at the same time, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, saving and investing are two of the biggest things I want to do this upcoming year. Um, so, yeah, I got to do a lot of... A lot of research in the first half of it, but I think in the second half I'll invest. And I mean, saving throughout, I've just been getting better and better with it. I think as you grow up, you start to understand. Let's not spend money on dumb stuff. Yeah, bread pudding every day. I mean, I I would love a bread pudding every day, but for now, why don't I uh, save my pennies up, and then eventually I'll be able to Get the big buy fish. a year supply of it, like mm-hmm. <laughs> outright. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. <laughs> Mike, I was curious what, like, the number one thing that you're excited to, like, stay consistent on? Fuck. Um, maybe reading. Can't be no maybe. You gotta keep thinking about it, though. It's <laughs> crazy. I beat my reading goal this year. I just remember. Or, that. you know what? It's gotta be something you really want to um, conquering fears. I'm with like that. What? I'm definitely with that. Anything. Okay. Doing stand up. 
I still have a. I'll Look show you guys that. a video at some point of me conquering my fear of uh, like water and just being out in open spaces, kind of on yeah. a perch ledge. Yeah, so I'm scared it? of like a. Yeah, I got a video. Play it. Uh, I don't know, but shit like that. Hmm. Stand up, just like going outside of my comfort zone. Mm. It's gonna take me forever to find that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run through it and find it at some point. Yeah. But pretty much, I go out on this log uh, that's in the middle of like a, a lake. Mm-hmm. Um, the water's super dark, and it like dips down into the water, so you can't see it. And then it comes back up, and it's real thick, so you can stand on the other side. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try to get to the other side. Um. You get out so far onto this thing where eventually it's just you and a bunch of water surrounding you. And for somebody who had a fear, or still, I mean, to a degree, has a fear of stuff like that. Listen, if it ain't fully conquered, that's perfectly fine. I feel like acknowledging your fears is, like, already the first step. Exactly. It's like helps but eventually you. I got out to that other side of it and then just had thought about how much I hate being in that environment. Mm. (laughs) Panicked for half a second and was calmed down by the fact that, you know what, I didn't even have to go to the other side of this. So, Mm. whatever. Conquered something by getting to there. That's cool. Yeah, stand-up was a huge thing for me. You were there. I was up there for fucking... I did it that one time. But I... Okay, I'll make a resolution to do stand-up. At least f- five times next year. Mm. How about six? That means you have a month to prepare. And then so, month to the guy, one guy at the bar told me that I should be, I should do it for a year. Just like do it every week for a year. Um, so, I That's think what I'm saying. If I feel like that would be overwhelming to have to, because then you right. got to every week have new material as well as it. Yeah, but that's how you get shit good at shit i i would agree with it um, like because you figure out how do you become good at stand-up like doing jumping i'll yeah. say okay. i'm saying five because that's an amount where i think i will have figured out whether i want to pursue it or not mm. if i do it like five times maybe ten but i agree with peter on six it's real clean that's what I, yeah <laughs> it's really like clean six. on six a month so to prepare because it's a month, month to prepare every, and then like a month goes to find the, the day that you're gonna really do this and when you really do it don't just go up there for two minutes go up there for like think about five minutes of comedy mm-hmm. and really try to get people to like f- grow a fan base you might yeah. gain just one person in the crowd i was like dude you're fucking hilarious but mm. man that's one person that you got and it mm-hmm. It grows something when just one person thinks you're funny, trust me. But, like, it's also, like, a lot of the getting good at this shit is just being on stage more and running the shit through a bunch of people. It's not like, oh, like, if I have this shit cooking for a month and I'm, like, not even, like, reading it to anybody and I'm not not trying to No, obviously that's part of the process is, like, you're going through a month of, like, that's what I'm saying. You won't have your friends around you every single week to be like, hey, can you listen to these jokes? Let me know. Yeah. But every month, yeah, you could definitely three, yeah. four, maybe. So once a week, find some people to be around and right. just listen to all the jokes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wait, so why is it clean? You're talking about like just going up every two months? I think it looks cleaner. So Five I said like. Just literally just numbers. So one month, you'd be just going through telling the jokes small crowd locally and then you would find somewhere 
I think I would pick like a different venue every time, so you get yeah. a different type of feel for a different type of crowd, different space. Right. You know, I just want to be the one show pony that's always good every now and then when he comes back to this yeah. one spot. I mean, maybe you do. That's the research that again you got to go find out for yourself as a comedian because I'm not a comedian who knows how to try to do this stuff. But you could be though. Anybody, <laughs> anybody, anybody can be. Anybody I'm funny. I'm, I'm funny when I'm unscripted. I feel like I'd have to be scripted to do that. I don't know if I'd be able to stand on stage for an hour. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe I would actually. Now that I think it, I just put my mind to an it. An hour of comedy is not easy. I That's like, it. I mean, like master, well, yeah. gurus, gurus of comedy. Yeah. They usually take like two, three years to f- like formulate an hour. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Of like actually doing comedy every That's why they go on tour night. for a while after yeah. they finally put all the material together. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking about so with Kevin Hart. I remember his, uh, his uh, thing on Netflix that he has a little mm. mini documentary. Like six you know somebody named Drewski? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's doing. um comedy now this is a guy who came from like social media and um he's trying to make the jump and tiktok yeah tiktok uh instagram he's trying to make the jump from that type of comedian who just does like short form skit comedy Mm -hmm. to stand-up comedy um one of his advantages is that he was able to get like athletes to want to work with him and uh well connected yeah which is crazy because it didn't happened before with like other online comedians where like they could get the local like the the small group of people to like them but not like athletes that puts a lot behind you um when you go to like shoots or something and they're like oh actually steph knew you and wanted to work with you or oh Giannis knew you wanted to work with you um but yeah he's being he's successful at it but um it's interesting to see like somebody make that jump he's gonna be in boston we should check him out. Is he? Yeah, he's coming here in April. There's like a small show. You know where? The Wang Theater. Wow. Yeah. Looks like a solid day. Yeah. The guest that we uh that we were that he's supposed to our next guest well he's going to. He's so. going where? That's cool. Yeah, I'm trying to go. All right. Well, good resolutions. Mm-hmm. So I'll be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um Gonna be our year. Yeah, I just got a really good feeling about it. Year twenty twenty three. It's my. It's everybody's Jordan year now. Yep. I feel like this year was the year of consistency for me, and start at least just an understanding of consistency. I've got to now plan and put all of that into action always. Yeah. Um, I've done that, but I gotta get back into it. Uh, but I feel like next year is a big year of persistence Mm. and uh, following my goals. Fuck yeah. Agreed. All right. 96, we did this thing. 69 backwards. Mm-hmm. Didn't just thought of that. Um, Want to plug anything, Peter? Or Devontae? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Mm-hmm. This is the government. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, created by underscore Vontae is the Instagram. Follow me on there. I model. I'm getting into acting soon, so stay tuned. Maybe we have you back on, talk about some of your career stuff. We just kind of sent it for this one. Not I really sure. like what we did, though. I wanted a free-flowing one this time. Just, uh, That's good. It's my first podcast, so yeah. I wanted to break the ice with it. 
fun way. It was dope. Appreciate you guys having me. Always Francisco. Yep. Always Francisco on TikTok. Pretty much on everything now. I'm changing it to Always Francisco, so. Then um, at DTMS underscore podcast on Instagram for us. Mm -hmm. Give us a follow. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.